listening to The Debriefing with Jake and Cora. Thank you so much for joining us. Come along for the ride with Jake and I as we debrief life at Boyce College. Welcome back everyone to The Debriefing. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode as we just unpack life at Boyce College. On this episode, we're going to hear a conversation that we got to have with Destiny Soto. If you don't know Destiny, she is a senior, she is the ARA of Adelphos, and just a great person to get to know. Uh, for this topic, we're going to be discussing hospitality, and especially how we can show that and care for others well, even when we're at college when we don't specifically have a house or a home and we're living in dorms, but how we can still love and care for others. Just before we get started, a verse that comes to mind is Hebrews 13, 1 and 2. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without even knowing it. You just think of the power of that verse right there and the responsibility we have as Christians to show hospitality to one another. So I'm really looking forward to you guys getting to hear this conversation with Destiny. And so yeah, let's jump into the conversation Cora and I got to have with Destiny. I hope you guys enjoy it. Destiny, thank you. We're really glad to have you. Um, as Jake and I were lining out several different episode topics, we had talked a couple different times about having somebody on to talk about dorm life and hospitality um, related to dorm life, and we were talking about who we would have on the podcast for this. I was like, we should have Destiny. She's really good at this and very mm-hmm. intentional, um, just like in the way that you invest in both the girls on your hall and in other people on a variety of different halls. So we're really excited to have you. Thank you. Yeah. I think it definitely shows in how you interact with people outside of the dorm too, just mm-hmm. walking around campus. And yeah, definitely something that I've noticed too. And was one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on to talk about that. Um, kind of just to kick it off, if you could just like, how would you define hospitality? Um, maybe just give us a broad definition of what that looks like and maybe how that relates to college and dorm life and stuff like that. Um, I think there's probably a lot of good ways that you could define it. I think the way that I tend to think about hospitality is just not considering anything that I have to be my own mm-hmm. and not thinking of my time or my space or whatever that might be to be something that I need to hold on to. But instead, I think of like, I just finished reading Luke, and so Luke 12 is, it has become one of my favorite chapters of Luke. And at the, almost at the end of it, he says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And then he says, basically, therefore, you can sell your possessions and give to the needy. So just not having that fear and like need to hold on to things too tightly. And that allows you to be very giving and generous and hospitable with your time and with your space and your things. 
Who are people who have modeled that well, and what have been some ways, particularly related to college, that you've seen people like set a good example of showing hospitality in their dorm rooms? Um, I think my RAs in the past have not that my RA presently doesn't, but we're kind of in that together. Yeah. But um, my RAs in the past have shown hospitality pretty well, just opening up their physical space, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes. Like, people will emphasize, oh yeah, hospitality doesn't just mean having a home and inviting people into it, but it's not less than that either. Yeah. I think sometimes we forget that that is part of hospitality, and it's not wrong to invite people into your space. So my RAs before this year did that really well. Mm -hmm. um, and we knew that we could always just come into their room, you know, ask for things that we needed. Yeah. Um, and then even not college students, but one of my professors, before I had a car, I was mm -hmm. thinking about this, and she, not the professor, the professor's wife, if she was going to Costco sometimes would be like, hey, I'm going to Costco, do you need to come? Um, and so that was really helpful, and that's not like her opening up her home, mm -hmm. but inviting me into her life and yeah. into just the everyday things that she was doing. So I think that was a really good example of hospitality, mm -hmm. and it's one that, you know, now that I have a car, I think about, like, oh, I'm going to the store. There's girls on my hall that don't want the car. Like, I'll just mm -hmm. send a text out really quick. Hey, I'm leaving five minutes if anyone wants to come. So that's given me a good example to look up to for sure. Okay. It's cool to just see, like, the outpouring out of what you've received, kind of like, you know, just people have poured into you, and then from that you can overwhelm and, like, love others from mm -hmm. that. And it kind of just, like, Reminds me of what love is, like we're loved by God and we can show others that love. Yeah. And that kind of connects to what you were saying, like no, nothing is ours, but we're just called to share with what the Lord has given us. Mm -hmm. I think living at college, like we don't necessarily have homes that they can come into. We have our dorm rooms, but um, there is limits to what you can do with that. Uh, it's kind of different than maybe making a full meal or something and having someone over. How would you just view hospitality specifically through the lens of college, or how can you show that love to other people when we're in a different kind of intermediate stage of life? Yeah, uh, I think it kind of goes back again to, yeah, you can welcome people into your space mm -hmm. and even think about how you can best use your space so that other people can enjoy it too. Because a lot of times thinking about, oh, what do I want to decorate my room like? Or how do I want to set up my desks or whatever? Like those are just small decisions. It's mm -hmm. not something that you know makes a huge difference in the grand scheme of things. But when you think about, oh, if I invite people in here, they can study at this desk. Mm -hmm. Or if you're just mindful of those things, that's really helpful. And then even just to cultivate that, like people won't naturally come into your room unless you invite them. So you can have a very inviting space, but you need to actually let them know that you want them there. Or else they'll think, oh yeah, you have this great room. I wish I could come in sometimes and hang out. It's even if they don't reciprocate or even if they don't say yes, just saying, hey, I'm studying my room if you want to come join. Or, you know, again with the grocery store thing, hey, I'm going to the grocery store, you can come join. And slowly people will start to be willing to impose on you and say, oh, I want to come study. Like, are you free right now? Or, oh, I need to go to the store. Can you take me some time this week? Um, 
but it is hard, like you were saying, not having like our own kitchens or our own living space, really. Like, I have a suite mate, and mm -hmm. so also not trying to be inconsiderate of that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Navigating all of that is hard, mm -hmm. but realizing that it's not so much about, I, again, I feel like this is kind of hashed out a lot, but it's not like you have to have this picture-perfect dorm room and you have to have like an extra bed in your room or even an extra desk. It's just about how you're using the space and how you mm -hmm. act towards it. Like, do people know that when they come to your room, you're not just going to say, oh, don't sit in that chair or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Um, because when you steward the small things well, mm -hmm. then when you do have a home or when you do have a bigger space, you'll steward that well too, but it's not something that we'll start in another season when we have real homes. You know? yeah. This is... It may be more convenient, but those habits are built now. Yeah, exactly. Like Faithfulness in the little things, it grows over time. You'll be faithful in the bigger things when they come. And like as you were talking, it just reminds me. It kind of ties into like counseling or like a counseling room, and because I know like a lot of it goes into like making someone feel comfortable and feel safe to be able to just come and hang out, but also to just like even this, just like lighting or stuff, to be able to share your feelings or just if you walk into a white room, you're not gonna feel very safe just to open up in <laughs> like a, a hospital room in a, or something. in like a yeah. sterile environment. But if you have more lighting, you have comfortable chairs where people feel like invited into like as you were saying I think it definitely creates the environment to welcome people to open up their lives as you open up yours to show them yeah that was just something as you were talking about it's like oh this, it's interesting it ties together and yeah so yeah what are some ways that as you've sought to love those around you well that you've like found that hospitality is not just to those outside of your room, but also to like your roommates or sweetmates. Mm -hmm. I think it still goes back to if you're having a mindset of, I want people to come in that doesn't exclude anyone, and it shouldn't exclude anyone. Um, you know, I mean, scripture tells us everywhere that we're to be impartial and showing love to others. So even to my roommate, like I want to be considerate, or sweet name, I want to be considerate of her when inviting people over, like, oh, is it too late? Like, are, is this the kind of person that we're going to just be laughing super loud the whole time? Uh, but even making sure she knows that she can come in and just study on my bed, or if she wants to talk about something, that that's okay. And um, I think of something Elizabeth Elliot wrote in one of her books. It might have been Let Me Be a Woman, I don't remember which one, but she talked about when she interacted with her daughter how she wanted to devote her full attention to whatever she was doing. So if she was reading a book and her daughter came to her, she would either tell her daughter, give me a minute, like I'm gonna finish reading this, or she would like turn completely away from her book and like give her full attention to her daughter. So that's hard in college life. I don't say any of this because I do that perfectly or even well at times, but I also think being willing to establish like clear times of, hey, I'm going to be like actually studying now. Like, yeah. I'm going to set a timer. I'm not going to talk until this time is done. Um, that way, when you are just like not, you know, whatever, when people know you're not studying, they know you're not studying, that you're available to talk, that you're free. Hmm. So that's something that helps cultivate hospitality is just being fully present and giving our full attention. Like I'm just thinking of, even last night, Sierra came by and 
she was talking and I was like, hey, I have to finish this homework for class tomorrow. Like, I can't talk right now. <laughs> you know, um, but I think that also helps so that she knows when I'm not saying that it's because she does have my full attention. So. I don't know. That's just kind of a rant based off of your question. Well, that's helpful to think through. Yeah. And even just like ways to balance school life and loving those around you well. Yeah. There are times that you're going to have to prioritize one over the other in the moment. But. And then you have at least one roommate. Mm-hmm. Just one. And yeah. your living situation is a little different than mine. Mm-hmm. Like we're in different rooms, but you guys share mm-hmm. the same room. So what does that look like for you? Yeah, I feel like the majority of our studying is not actually done in the room. Um, so that in some sense is helpful because when we're both there, it, we're more present in the sense of like, whether that's, oh, hey, let's talk about X, Y, or Z, or hey, like, let's just chill and watch episode of Gilmore Girls or whatever. <laughs> like it's when we're there, it's like, okay, like we're actually gonna spend time together. And I think that's been something that we've been more aware of recently of like, okay, like how do we not just live like parallel lives but actually like invest in one ourselves? Yeah. That's good. It reminds me of um, the Proverbs um, twenty five seventeen. You're talking about just like finding boundaries of like letting someone in your room or be going to someone, and it kind of goes in the other way of when you're going for advice. It was like let your foot be seldom in your neighbor's house, lest mm-hmm. they have his fill of you and hate you. Yeah. And I mean that's kind of the extreme, but it also like if you're not there's a balance between respecting hospitality that's been given to you, but also mm-hmm. taking advantage and like not being cautious of someone we're trying to study or like being like, oh, maybe that this isn't the best time to go talk to them. Yeah. Um, kind of flipping the perspective, if you're someone who is, how would you, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> if you're someone on the other side of hospitality receiving it, how is it good to go about like finding the balance between like going into someone's room and studying and asking them for advice, but also not being a burden in a way that you're not respecting them. Because we're called to bear one another's burdens, but also like if, just finding that balance, because I know it's sometimes difficult to navigate, especially with people who are always welcoming. Right, yeah, that is hard. I think it has to do with honesty just on both Mm -hmm. sides, Mm -hmm. of when someone is being hospitable to you, not, like, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it, being honest about when you do actually have needs versus if you're coming over and you're like, oh, I want to study, but you end up just, you know, you guys, you actually just have something you want to talk about and you talk about that the whole time. And there's a time and place for that. And that's, that can be fun at times. But I think when you cultivate honesty in that relationship, that helps. Um, And that helps them feel more free to say, hey, yeah, now's not a good time, but you want to come over later? Um, But I think for being the person that is having hospitality shown to them. It's a weird way of saying that. Um, For being that person, I think it's also being a little bit willing to impose sometimes. um, Because sometimes if people come across as inhospitable, it's not because they aren't hospitable, it's just because they don't have the opportunity to or they don't think that they do. So if you just kind of let them know that there is that opportunity that could be helpful. when it comes to respecting their boundaries, I think, again, even with honesty, just asking them, like, hey, is now a good time? And saying, hey, I want to come over, but let me know when this week is a good time to do that. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so even if you are imposing, not being like, 
hey, I'm going to come over right now. <laughs> you know, no warning or anything like that. Again, there's a time for that, and that can be fun and spontaneous, and especially in college, like those things happen. Um, but I think when, at least I maybe this is more of a me thing because I'm definitely a planner. So when I think mm-hmm. of like, yeah, the people that I want to devote like time to be intentional with them, sometimes it's hard for me to be spontaneous with that because I tend to plan out my day like entirely, and then they're like, "I'm coming over right now." I'm like, "Oh, actually, I'm." not even there so you know you can come over I just won't be there (laughs) um yeah so I guess also learning each person you know some people aren't like me and some people are very spontaneous and don't plan anything and so they appreciate having someone just come over just being willing to ask if it's a good time and so imposing but not assuming things it is a hard balance. I won't pretend to have the answers to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I don't know. What are some potential pitfalls that you think people can fall into or like excuses that people can make, specifically in college, of like not wanting to or not thinking that they can show hospitality? Yeah. One that comes to mind is, and I don't want to like discount this idea because I think it is biblical, but the idea that you need to set boundaries and have time to rest. And again, that is that is a good thing. Like you do need to have time to rest if you're just constantly giving and you're sleep deprived and not getting any homework done. And you know, you're, you're not gonna be in your best place to serve people. Um, so I guess part of that is recognizing you don't have to say yes to everything. And hospitality is not, like we don't, want to just (coughs) we don't want to just become legalistic about it and think I have to show hospitality to everyone so I'm just going to give myself completely away and just say yes to everything like hospitality is supposed to be something that we desire and love and to cultivate that love it's okay to start small you don't have to start by just saying yes to everything and being the person that is everything to everyone so realizing, yes, there is a time to rest. You don't have to say yes to everything. I think of Ananias and Sapphira, where they didn't have to give all the money from their property to the church, but they lied and said that they did, even though they didn't. Right. When it would have been just as fine for them to say, yeah, we didn't give all our money. We only gave 50% or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, they were condemned and judged by the Lord for lying about it. And I think we can sometimes lie about how many resources we have, whether that's time or, or space or even just energy. <laughs> um, and we don't have to give absolutely everything. Giving is something that we cultivate a love for. So sometimes people don't show hospitality because they get overwhelmed by how much they think they have to give. And they don't have to give all of that. They can just start with a little. Yeah. How would you encourage someone that is like falling into that pitfall or like buying into that mindset to fight against it and love those around them well? I think it starts with recognizing that you are not a God. <laughs> and so no matter how the Lord has used you, and I mean, most Christians can say pretty confidently, yeah, the Lord has used me in other people's lives. That doesn't mean that he had to. And it doesn't mean that he has to in the future. Mm -hmm. And if you recognize that God does not need you to work in their lives, Mm -hmm. I mean, in my mind, hospitality is kind of inseparable with discipleship. Mm -hmm. When you're inviting someone in, it's because 
you want to be sharpening each other. It's not just for the sake of inviting them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. But <laughs> no, that was good. Um, I like the connection between discipleship and hospitality because we're called to love each other and build each other up. But how are we, to, how are we supposed to do that if we're not inviting yeah. people into our lives, into our houses? And like that's part of what you see the early church do in Acts. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they would fellowship with one another. They broke bread together. And all that is the hospitality that goes alongside worshiping and glorifying God. And yeah, so I love that. The connection between discipleship yeah. and showing that in order to show discipleship you have to you do hospitality yeah and it has to be real it mm-hmm. can't just yeah. be oh i'm gonna make sure that my room is spotless so when they come over they know that i have everything all together mm-hmm. because discipleship is not about showing that you are perfect and they need to be like you it's about showing them that christ is sufficient and they need to be like him kind of on the topic of hospitality are there any like bible verses that have encouraged you to love others and on there's any verses on hospitality that you wouldn't want to speak on yeah obviously there's a lot of verses that say show hospitality to one another mm-hmm. but i think what encourages me the most and challenges me more than encourages me um i thought of two so luke 22 um well i guess kind of starting at verse 24 it says, A dispute also arose among them, as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors, but not so with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at table, or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at table? But I am among you as the one who serves. And it's it's just humbling to think that there's a lot of times that I feel like I should be the one that's served mm-hmm. and Jesus says I'm the one that's greater like I'm the one who should be reclining at tables but I'm here among you as one who serves mm-hmm. and it's a reminder for me like puts me in my place if, if that was what Jesus said that's what I should have the attitude I should have towards it mm-hmm. uh, and then another one is in John 13 when Jesus washes the disciples' feet. Um, And he says, When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. And that also, very in a very similar vein, reminds me. Yeah, Jesus came and he washed feet. I mean, if Sierra was here, she would be like, he washed stinky, smelly feet. And, and sometimes I don't even want to stoop so low to do something that doesn't even infringe on my own... hygiene or comfort or whatever it might be you know so yeah you have to balance that of course with not feeling like you have to say yes to everything Mm -hmm. but this helps appropriately push us to say yes to more than we think we're capable of or maybe more than we want to do if we're being honest with ourselves I think a lot of times it's not that we can't but that we don't want to Mm. Um, so again you have to balance that but these two verses encourage me in that
Yeah, those are really good verses to show us the love of our Savior for us and that we can go and serve one another with that same love. Yeah. Wrapping up the talk that we've had, we've really appreciated you being on the podcast talking about hospitality. Just one last question. What advice or encouragement would you give to a freshman coming into college at Voice or anyone at college, but specifically someone who's just trying to figure out different things right now? Yeah. So I was thinking about this during class day. Maybe and I had a class together just before we filmed this. And of course I was paying attention in class, but I also was thinking about this. <laughs> it, it wasn't because they asked me, I just, this came to mind. But I was thinking about something that I resolved to do as a freshman that, you know, the reason I was thinking of it is because it served me well today, even just in class. But um, when I was coming into college, I resolved that I would do whatever it takes to be unashamed of asking questions in class because I think my tendency is just to say well if I ask a question and it kind of sounds dumb or it is dumb or he already answered that in his lecture I, I don't want to look stupid in front of the whole class um, but just learning in a classroom setting not to be afraid of being wrong when I am in a setting where I'm supposed to be learning I'm not there to show, oh, I know as much as Dr. Solomon or whoever. I, I want to ask questions and engage with it. And sometimes that looks like asking dumb questions. So just resolving to be okay with that. And that's served me really well because I've learned so much more in my classes than I would have if I felt like, oh, I can't ask that question because that's dumb. Or everyone else probably already knows that. Or no one else is probably thinking that. So That kind of ties into what you were saying earlier about like, not having to have like perfectly ordered spaces to be able to welcome people into yeah. it. Like, it's the integrity over appearance kind of right. idea of like, the appearance of this question may be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to say that too. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And sometimes I do say that, like, this might be a dumb question or you may have already answered this. And just, you know, acknowledge yeah. I get that out of the way, more for my own sake. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that's something that served me really well. and learning professors like not take just taking advantage of the classroom i mean the reason i'm here at college is because i think there's value in learning from a real physical person and not just watching a video online mm -hmm. and reading the books so taking full advantage of that if i can yeah those were helpful pieces of advice <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm really yeah. honored you guys would have me here. And honestly, when when you asked me for this topic, I was like, I don't think I do well at this. So I'm just really encouraged that <laughs> you think I do well at this. And hopefully that can encourage other people too that comes our feelings and how we actually come across our differences. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Wow, what a great conversation to have with us. Just to hear about hospitality and how to care for others well inside of college, but also nurture a heart posture towards hospitality and compassion for others. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. But thank you for joining us for the debriefing. As always, if you want to get in contact with us, you can message us on our Instagram, you can email us, or you can just stop us in the hallways and say hi. But that's all for this episode. We'll have an episode not next week, but the week after. And 
it's going to be a good one, and we're looking forward to it with maybe some pe- some guests from the back from the past. I can't talk, <laughs> but anyways, have a great week, guys. Talk to you later.